This is the Sheep Guarding Llama Podcast for Friday, January 6th, 2006. This is episode 39. I'm your host, Scott Allen Miller, and welcome to the show. Loading my Chevy and I turn the key. I'm leaving you if you ain't leaving me. Let my rack top down and my troubles on the wind. Any state is Provided to us by the Podsafe Music Network, where you can find all kinds of awesome music that is free for use uh, and safe for use on podcasts. You can find them online on the internet and on the web at music.podshow.com. Well, I have to apologize. It has been about three weeks since we had a show, and I'm really sorry, but it's the holiday season, and there's very little that I can do. Uh, It is everything that I can do just to get uh, the Sheep Guarding Llama uh, blog taken care of during that time, and even that falls behind, and I have to do a lot of work to catch up. So there's just no way for me to get to podcast. I was hoping that I was going to do one on New Year's Eve, and that just didn't happen. 
Uh, we ended up actually having a pretty small New Year's Eve party. Uh, not very many people came. I was really hoping that uh, Bob Christman was going to come up, who does uh, the Jedi Council Speaks, and we were going to do a joint podcast, but he wasn't able to make it this year, although he has committed to doing a joint podcast on New Year's uh, next year. So I know that it's almost an entire year that you have to wait for that, but it's something for you to start getting excited about now. Uh, but uh, it was uh, a good holiday season. I hope that all of you had a Merry Christmas and a happy Happy New Year, and uh, enjoyed your holidays. I know that it's a very stressful time, it's a tough time, and we all tend to spend way too much money and eat way too much food, all things we're supposed to avoid these days, but uh, it's still a lot of fun and a good chance to spend time with family. So uh, I hope that everyone had a wonderful holiday season, and I hope that everyone is enjoying their winter and the new year. Uh, Currently here in upstate New York, in the beautiful Rochester area, we have uh, almost no snow. It's been incredibly green. It's incredibly warm. We we have dropped below freezing uh, a few times, but uh, for the most part, it's actually been raining for the last two weeks, almost every day. It's been heavily overcast. Today was still overcast, but the brightest we've had in weeks. Uh, there's been absolutely no sun. I'm beginning to forget that there even is a sun. And uh, with the exception of today, I've actually had to turn on lights in the house at noon to be able to read. It is so dark. Uh, I've pretty much kept my desk lamp on uh, to use my computer all the time, just so I can see the keyboard in the middle of the day. So uh, that's a bit different. I'm not used to that. Uh, But uh, uh, let's see. Christmas news of interest to the podcast listeners will be that Sheep Guarding Llama has a new camcorder. Uh, up until now, everything we've done for the vlog has been done using a, uh, a Kodak uh, digital camera that does have a video feature, uh, but that's a little bit cheesy, and the videos are, are pretty terrible. They're not terrible considering it's a, it's a you know regular still camera, but uh, it's not what you want for video. And uh, the top thing on my Christmas list this year was uh, a camcorder, a Canon Allura and uh, we have one now. I'm very excited. And I have been playing with it a little bit, and it will be a little bit of time before I actually have a chance to really sit down and use it quite a bit, because I do have to learn uh, some stuff about it yet, but my plan is to to be producing lots of really cool video. Uh, A little bit for the vlog, that'll be fun, but uh, primarily a lot of it's going to be for uh, the educational stuff that I do, Uh, but I will let you guys know about that as well. So I'm excited to be able to do some of that, because I've never had a camcorder before, and... uh and so this is pretty cool. My parents did have one when I was younger, uh, and uh, but it, it was analog. And uh, for those of you who remember what it was like back in the, it wasn't VHS, but it but it's similar to the VHS camcorders way back when. Uh, it's a completely different thing working with camcorders then and working with uh, the all digital stuff now. And so this one's mini DV based, hooks to the computer with uh, uh, FireWire uh, IEEE 1394, and uh, get really high quality videos, easy to work with, go straight. To the computer it's it's really cool so i'm excited to be able to work with that and uh, i think that it's going to be a lot of fun so we will see what happens with that but i guarantee that there's going to be some serious sgl video content coming out and it's too bad we didn't have it for disney world because uh we would have gone wild but you know what we would have carried it around with us the whole time and been awfully sorry that we were carrying that much carrying the digital camera was one thing um but uh, that would have been quite a bit uh both dominic and i have this is pretty cool 
she got hers a week ago. We got new cell phones, and I know everyone gets new cell phones all the time. It's not something to get excited about. This is the first time ever that I went out and actually got a high-end cell phone and not just whatever was free. Uh, this one actually turned out being free for me, and we had to pay for Dominica's, but uh, they're the LG VX8100s. They are totally cool. Built-in MP3 player, 1.3 megapixel camera, um, dual full-color screens with like regular displays so we can like show videos and pictures on the front of the camera as well as on the inside uh stereo speakers that's pretty cool um mp3 controls right on the front so you don't have to uh uh open it up to try to get it to work it's bluetooth um so this is pretty cool i've been playing with it a little bit i've only had mine a couple days she's had hers for just over a week and uh, uh i'm excited that i'm gonna be able to just go around and take pictures wherever i am and i don't need to like carry my digital camera for simple silly things um and it's got it has a mini sd card slot uh it's got a, a lighted flash so it does like red eye reduction and, and lights up pictures uh so it's pretty cool i'm excited so uh, i'm gonna play one more song here in the middle uh this is heather sullivan and twisted
All right, great. Uh, that was, as I had said, uh, Heather Sullivan, and the song was Twisted uh, that we got from Podsafe. And I hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, it's so awesome to be getting back into the swing of doing the podcast because I've been so out of touch for so long, and I know that our listeners have been going crazy wondering what happened to us, and I apologize again. And it's definitely going to take me a little while to get back into the swing of doing this all the time, but now that we've got the WordPress site up and running uh, and that we're posting there uh, primarily, uh, which is www.sheepguardinglama.com. Check us out there first. Get the highest quality uh, uh, podcast possible, um, from us anyway. And uh, so it'll probably be a few weeks before I'm really back into the swing of things and producing the show regularly, and uh, so I'm a little bit just kind of out of whack right now. But um, I did want to let everyone know my father did have a little bit of excitement uh, post uh, Christmas, in between Christmas and New Year's, just before New Year's, um, I got a call from my father that uh, he had just called the ambulance because he had just had a run-in with a table saw, uh, and this was this was Friday before New Year's, so uh, one day before New Year's Eve, because um, New Year's Eve was on Saturday, obviously, and New Year's itself was on Sunday, January 1st, um, <clears throat> and uh, it was pretty scary there for a little bit. We thought uh, he might have lost part of his hand, uh, but it turns out uh, he was wearing gloves while working with the table saw, and the, the, the saw blade caught a bit of the glove where his finger wasn't, and it pulled his hand uh, into the saw, straight onto the saw, and uh, on his right hand got his pinky and ring finger. Uh, got it pretty good, Uh Enough that he had to be rushed to the hospital in an ambulance. Uh, he went into shock, um, and uh, he did lose some of his ring finger, but he did not lose a joint. He uh, he hit it straight on uh, from the tip and ground down the bone, um, going straight on. His pinky it was cut up, but did, but no long-term damage. Uh, only the ring finger really suffered any damage. Um, he's expected to get his fingernail back even. Uh, we don't know that for sure, but it's most likely. Uh, so the, the damage was about as minor as it could be. So the Lord is really watching over him there uh, because that was a really potentially awful situation. He is still in a lot of pain. Uh, he has, at this point, had most of the stitches out, but some are still in, um, and I think he will get the rest out in about a week uh, that we'll find out, um, I guess, at that time when they when they take a look, another look at it. But uh, So that was, uh, that was his New Year's excitement. Uh, unfortunately, that kept him from participating in any New Year's activities, uh, being so fresh after it happened. Uh, there was definitely a lot of pain going on um, at that point. Our last bit of news is that Dominica and I, well, I've uh, kind of, this is kind of old for me. When I was a child, uh, you know, as, as many young boys are, I was into model railroading. Uh, my father was into model railroading uh, long before I was. Uh, he grew up with uh, American Flyer, S-Scale, uh, and then when he was older, did uh, HO. Uh, you'd have to talk to him for the actual history of his model railroading. I have no idea. Um, but, uh, uh, and then I, as I was growing up, I used to play with his American Flyers and his HO. And then when I was old enough to have trains of my own, which was probably the eight, maybe nine range, I would guess, uh, I was given an N scale uh, kit for Christmas, I believe. It might have been a birthday, but I bet it was Christmas one year. Um, once again, my father, I'm sure, has records, he could tell you. And uh, it was, um, I, I really liked N-Scale. I was really into the smaller trains, because you can do more with less space. They're just uh, they're just cooler uh, to me. I've always, it, it, you know, a lot of times kids don't uh, like the small trains. They like the big ones, like the O's or, or the HO's, things that you can really 
get your hands on. But I was really more into the model aspect of it even then, uh, and I really like the N uh, just because it's 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 less toy train and more model train. Um, and then over the years, uh, I got into a bit, and there's a picture on Cheap Guarding Llama for those of you who want to go check it out, of uh, Eric Millen and I holding uh, one of our uh, trains in front of a layout that we had in my grandmother's basement uh, in Peoria, New York, uh, long ago. And you can see what a horrible job I did modeling. Uh, the table was like painted green, and there were some trees and shrubs and some buildings, and the train ran around in a big loop. It was incredibly boring. Um, so I never really got kind of the the knack for what you're supposed to do uh, with model trains. Like, I understood you were supposed to model and get, like, this recreation of an actual scene, but it didn't really happen when I did it. It just kind of... Um it ended up being trains going around in a circle, and I, I, it didn't hold my interest. I liked the idea, but didn't like the reality too much. And part of the problem was, when you're that age, doing anything beyond that uh, was kind of really expensive. Uh, as it is, uh, an N-scale locomotive back then was 70 to $80. It was a pretty major investment, and each car was $10, $12. Uh, now, $100 for a, for a low-end locomotive and 15 to 16 for a car. So it's, it's not a cheap hobby just to get up to the trains going in a circle level uh, and if you want to do modeling there's, there's a pretty significant uh, expense there too and uh, it doesn't really get cool until you put the two together so for me being young it was hard enough to justify buying the train parts the actual you know kind of fun it actually moves bits uh, to spend the same kind of money or more on uh, fake rock plaster and uh, fake shrubs and little tiny non-moving plastic people um, and then putting in hundreds of hours of work to make it look realistic just wasn't going to happen. I didn't have that kind of budget at that age. Um, neither um, uh, <clears throat> my attention budget nor my financial budget. But uh, I've always liked model railroading. Well, recently, in the last uh, week or so, a little bit less, um, Dominica and I were talking about... Um, uh, model railroading, and I was saying, you know, it's it, she always really thought of it as as toy trains, and I was explaining, well, no, you know, it's really it's an artistic thing. It, it's a lot of craft and and art that go into into making real recreations, and uh, and from that conversation, she kind of got the the model train bug. Uh, she's not so much into the train; she's really into the modeling, which. Uh, I really like trains, but I tend to lean into the the modeling, not trains side, and uh, so we we brought out my old uh, N scale trains, which I have in the basement. knew exactly where they were, and she had she couldn't believe that I actually knew where something was, and uh, she couldn't believe how small and detailed they were. I don't think she'd ever actually seen model trains before, and uh, so she got kind of excited. So we spent uh, two days this week on um, Monday and Tuesday. We went shopping. And uh, on both days, went out and spent a fortune and got all kinds of uh, modeling uh, tools and kits and parts and stuff. Nothing train actually related, no track or cars or locomotives or anything like that. Uh, but got, um, well, we went out on Monday and uh, we got some kits that like taught you how to do some modeling like scenery kits and, and a build your own road kit and uh we we got some uh two by two plywood boards and we came home and we popped in uh star trek the next generation that we borrowed from andy oh actually that was the second day i don't know what we oh hello hello the, which is a great bbc show for those of you who've never checked it out uh check it out it's out on dvd hello hello um and uh, we watched uh, the entire first season of Hello, Hello, and uh, followed, took some of these kits apart from Woodland Scenics and um, 
built a road on this two by two and then added the scenery and then we had picked up two buildings and I had one of my old buildings uh from when I was was much younger and uh yeah, we put them all together on this layout and uh it was funny in one evening uh we built a layout uh with no train but the modeling aspect of it was dramatically more impressive than anything I had ever done when I was younger uh even though I put lots and lots more time into it. So that was kind of depressing that I had turned out so little when I was young, but it was neat that we were able to produce something uh, pretty nice and interesting uh, in an evening. And we did it just for our own educational value. We didn't do it because we thought we were going to want to add a train to this and it would be so cool and people would want to look at it. It was We considered it a learning experience, uh, but we really enjoyed it. And we had gotten uh, the new Walters catalog and some magazines, so Dominica could see what other people were doing, and uh, she thought that some of their layouts were pretty cool. So we went back out on Tuesday and did some more shopping, and uh, let me tell you, it's really tough to shop for model train stuff anywhere in the Rochester area, and probably lots of areas are like this. But there's tons and tons of toy trains, Lionel and Three Track and O Gauge and uh, big stuff that's really meant for kids just to play with. And they're not really to scale or they're just silly. And uh, they're toys and, co- and collectibles like Barbie doll like collectibles, not collectible because they're models of trains and because lots of work goes into them, but just because they're toys that people had when they were kids and people like to collect them. And so there's lots of that, and you can't find anything that's actually to scale and for serious modelers, which is weird because that's where the money seems to be, but I don't know, maybe maybe just for me. So we did a bunch of hunting around, and we did find a shop that had a decent amount of stuff, and, and uh, we decided we were going to follow this uh, step-by-step layout instructions that we had gotten uh, that kind of teaches you a bunch of the skills in modeling one step at a time. Uh, which we thought we could probably handle. So we looked around, we found a whole bunch of building kits. We're going to do all of our buildings from scratch, and we got all the, the glue and the the foam bits and the and the flocking and ballast and uh, sculpt-a-mold and uh, water supplies, all kinds of different things so that we can uh, really try out some modeling. So that's been uh, that's been the big thing this week. We've been uh, checking that out. Dominica's enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. She's been doing a bit more of it than me. Uh, uh, the portion that we're, we're kind of splitting duties and uh, mine includes construction of the actual layout. And we're having some problems because we can't fit the layout pieces we need in the car without damaging them. And so I'm hoping that Art's going to... Uh, go up and pick something up with his truck maybe this weekend, uh, and then I can get started and and get going on my portion. But uh, as soon as I get a chance, as soon as we have some actual daylight for a change, I'm going to take some photographs so you guys can see what we did with our first kind of uh, experiment, which I think turned out pretty well. I think it's pretty cute. I'm looking at it now. It's across the the room from me, and it's... um, We've got it sitting on the kitchen table because we have nowhere to put it. And it's small, two feet by two feet, but it's this cool little scene with a a little country chapel and a little country road and some trees and a farmhouse and a barn and uh, some cows in the the pasture and some horses by the barn. And uh, it's just, it's cute. And I think it would be, uh, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it. So I'm going to try to keep everyone up to date with uh, where that goes. Uh, We'll see if this is just a fad hobby that uh, we think sounds cool and we don't actually do or if it's something we actually end up enjoying. We don't have any plans to have a big layout in the house. Don't worry, we're not converting any rooms to big train rooms or anything. Uh, We're really looking at real small scale things that we can uh, fit uh, somewhere 
just to uh, just have fun with. My goal was to do two foot by two foot, or maybe slightly larger sections that I could uh, do really seriously, do a lot of modeling on. Um, and, uh, you know, I like the train portion, but I'm not too concerned about running the trains. So we'll see. As we do it, uh, maybe we'll get more into the train portion. I did go out on eBay today and win uh, a locomotive from Atlas that's a model of one of the Jesse and Wyoming uh, trains that uh, is right here local to us. Um, so uh, now that we have that, maybe we'll be more anxious to actually run it through uh, some uh, some nice little scenic western New York-style towns. So... We will see. I will keep you informed. But uh, we're running a little bit long, which is great because we've been uh, gone for so long. Uh, it's nice that there's actually something to talk about. Uh, and hopefully, 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 we will get Dominica back on the show uh, for a guest appearance. It's Our schedules are tough. We hardly get to see each other at all. So um, hopefully we'll be able to do that soon. And I wanted to play this song on New Year's Eve, and I didn't get to. And I had it scheduled. I already had it downloaded and ready to go and everything. Um, but then we didn't do the the podcast, uh, so I'm going to play it now. I realize it's a few days late, but this is our New Year's show, it's first show of, of uh, 2006, and so this is Friction Bailey and Old Lang Syne. 